Hi, I'm Evie. I'm the founder of the Self-Worth Accelerator. I'm a Latina coach, speaker, and podcaster. I've helped my clients negotiate over half a million dollars in salary increases by helping them step into the version of themselves who love more, receive more, and attract more money. My podcast is on a mission to teach women of color how to step into the higher selves so they can negotiate salary increases that feel unreal. I believe that when women make more money, we make the world a better place. Hello and welcome back to my podcast. I am so excited that you're here listening to my stories and my guests that I have. It truly is an honor to even have you here, so thank you. And if this is your first time here, welcome. My name is Evie and I am a salary negotiation coach. Um, So I wanted to actually talk a little bit about my journey. Um, For those of you who don't know, I actually quit my job back in 2021 to take a break. I was working as an engineer on reusable um, suborbital rockets, which is super dope. Um, But, you know, the pandemic took a big toll on me and I felt, you know, unfulfilled during that time. So while many people dreamed of becoming engineers, as a woman of color, my experience was kind of shattered with what I thought my career would look like. Um, So I took, I practiced a lot of compassion with myself and I took a year off to really think about and prioritize what I want for myself or what I wanted for myself. I actually spent that year, and I say air quotes off, (laughs) because I actually built two businesses while in that year that I took off. So it wasn't really like off in terms of like do nothing, go travel, especially during the pandemic. It was, I was hustling during that year. I was building, you know, products and building, you know, businesses during that time. And it was, it was a lot of work. (laughs) So I built a coaching business and I also built an an e-commerce business as well. Um, during that year, I really started to deep dive into um, my healing journey. And although I had been in therapy before and I had, you know, was very used to, you know, starting to see a therapist and things like that, I really started to venture into like inner child healing and, you know, addressing childhood trauma and generational trauma. So it was a really heavy year for me while I was building these two businesses as well. And you know, being an entrepreneur, like that will really force you to unpack a lot of shit. (laughs) So I was kind of forced to like begin to unlearn and unpack a lot of my own limiting beliefs. And if, you know, if you've worked with me, you know, I, I focus so much on how to address and unpack limiting beliefs. And when people think, when people hear salary negotiation coach, they don't necessarily think that I'm about to have you talk about, you know, and address limiting beliefs, but that's just part of like my framework because the reality is if you don't believe the number that's coming out of your mouth, no one else will. And that all starts with changing your belief system and building incredible self-belief. So during that year, I challenged what I thought was possible for myself that year off. And, um, You know, I really love being a coach. I love helping women. I love helping women of color negotiate like the heifas that they are. And I will continue to do this work. 
Um, you know, I'm currently, you know, working in corporate and I do balance, balance this on the side and it is so easy to find time to do this when you're so passionate about it. So, you know, it's extremely rewarding to me to see how my coaching changes people's lives. Um, after that year of, you know, reprioritization and, really diving into my businesses and focusing on my healing. I also, um, you know, my, my partner proposed to me. And so that year I also, you know, got married and I just had a lot of reflection and I finally found the right place. Like there was so much going on, you know, building my businesses, dealing with my healing, planning an elopement. And finally, when I got married the year after, um, I had had a lot of time to reflect. I was so burnt out and, and just unfulfilled and there was a lot going on with the pandemic, but I finally found a place where I felt, you know, fulfilled and respected and I was, you know, ready to go back to the workplace. I ha- had also really built strong boundaries and strong st- and like very high standards and I was absolutely like unapologetic about turning down offers that didn't serve me. I literally, if you didn't meet my criteria, like it was a no for me. And that's very scary to a lot of people who are looking for jobs, especially like, and take into context, I was out of work for a whole year. And as I started to get back into, you know, applying to jobs and like interviewing, like I was turning offers down. And a lot of people would say like, oh my God, like you can't, like you have no job. Like how are you turning things down? And the reality is that like we spend so much time at work that it needs to align with what your core values are. It needs to align, the culture needs to align with like who you are as a person or, or, you know, create a space that makes you feel part of it or welcomed. And for me, I really, as soon as I saw red flags, I, I immediately turned jobs down And I also had a very high um, salary requirement going into this. And I know it scared a lot of different employers, but at the same time, like I know my worth. I know what I bring to the table. I took a year, air quotes, off and I built two businesses. Who does that? (laughs) You know, not many people. So like I know the value that I bring to the table and I was not going to settle or compromise myself, especially when I know what I have to offer. So for me, like I spent a lot of time getting clarity on what I needed in an employer, what I needed when I went back to work, right? And um, I wanted to make sure that I got paid for my time, for my energy, my skills. And, you know, it was also helpful that I got to, I was able to identify what places or what companies weren't going to be in alignment with me. Like, you know, I was looking at red flags and then I just allowed myself to like turn those positions down. And what I want to share from this is saying no to things that don't serve you makes space for the things that do. There is power in saying no. Saying no is powerful and it takes a lot of courage. You know, I prioritized my sanity. I wanted work-life balance and I wanted to work at a place where I wouldn't get glares when I didn't put in the unspoken 50, 60 hour work week. Um, And of course I was going to negotiate a high base salary. So I officially took a new position as a program manager in May of 2022 
and I negotiated a five-figure salary increase, y'all. I negotiated, I think it was a $27,000 salary increase. I also, um, you know, negotiated a hybrid remote schedule, and I also negotiated a $15,000 sign-on bonus. I, Evie, negotiated a sign-on bonus coming from a year of not being formally employed, okay? So when people think, like, uh, start to create all these, like, excuses or maybe reasons for, like, why you can't get the, you know, salary increase or the sign-on bonus, if you work on your mindset, if you work on quantifying your your the value of your work, it's almost going to be a no-brainer to you know, that you shoot for these things, right? And anything is possible, my friends. It's really up to how you execute the negotiation. And it doesn't look like, oh, like this is my salary requirement, take it or leave it. Um, I challenge a lot of the, what people think negotiating looks like. And I'm going to talk, have a whole episode about this, but honestly, negotiating your salary looks like being in your feminine energy, And I'm going to have a whole other episode about that because I think there's this like belief that like negotiating is like this, like take it or leave it kind of thing being very like masculine energy. And I have proven, you know, with myself, but also with my clients that it is actually being able to embrace your feminine energy to welcome abundance, to welcome opportunity and to welcome a position and salary that is in alignment with what you're looking for. Um, so I'm excited to have, you know, that chat and you can check out, um, the notes to the link to that one. And I think over, you know, the year of having my air quotes off year, I also, you know, was able to really find abundance in the small things, find abundance in my current life and the everyday mundane, you know, activities and, um, I really believe that that work allowed me to like manifest such a great opportunity. And I was super excited about that opportunity because not only did it like, um, is it like really cool work that I get to work on, but also it's accelerated my coast fire or financial freedom retire early plan. So in my air quotes off year, I created four streams of income, right? A passive income. And now I have my new job. So that makes five streams of income. And, you know, I I was so, I'm an Aries, okay? So like, I'm just kind of like, I do everything. And if I say I'm going to do it, like I go for it. Sometimes, even though that's very dope and I'm just naturally ambitious, sometimes it kind of like kicks me in the ass because I just sign up for too many things and then I burn out. And so that was something that I, I realized and learned about myself when I was in that one year of trying to build two businesses. Like I, I had like 14 hours, 16 hour days. And I was like, I didn't leave my last job to like continue to not have good work-life balance, even though it was like in my business. So I made sure that I want to make sure that I created a space where I was not going to burn myself out. And I really wanted to take time or make time to be present with my family and to make time for the things that I love doing. So I'm super excited because I'm actually going to hit my Coast Fire number at the end of this year, which is so exciting. And I'm sharing all of this because what I, what I want to, I want you to walk away with is that year off taught me so much about myself. 
it taught me that every day is special, that every day is a gift, and that the biggest thing or the biggest things I learned from that year building my business and being out of the workforce was this. I can be happy at every step in my journey. From my first $100 in business revenue to my first 100K in business revenue, I have the power to be happy about all my wins and growth in my journey. One big thing that I learned was that I was holding myself back from being able to celebrate my wins or allowing myself to like enjoy just things. Like I was being so frugal to the point where I wasn't rewarding myself. And so one the one of the biggest things I learned was I don't have to wait until I hit some milestone or goal before I allow myself to celebrate my progress. This is a form of withholding love from myself for not meeting some expectation that I made up. I relinquish the belief that I need to be productive to deserve love or wealth. And I'm going to repeat that, repeat that again because that is just so powerful. I relinquish the belief that I need to be productive to deserve wealth or love. And I think that's a huge one that a lot of people, especially first-gen Latinas, first-gen anyone really, because like I, a lot of the times, like for me at least, like I was very much living in you know survival mode a lot of my childhood, a lot of my adult life. And when you live in that survival mode, it's really hard to welcome abundance. And it's really hard to, you know, I saw my parents like work all the time. Like my mom would come back from work and she'd continue to do more work. And seeing that we almost like ingrained this idea that like we have to be productive all the time. And I know that being hyper productive or being a hyper overachiever was it is a trauma response and like people look at someone like me coming from like very low income coming from nothing and like being able to you know achieve and like get my bachelor's bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering and working at really dope space tech companies and things like that it is cool but at the same time like I was putting in so many hours and like overworking because I felt like I needed to prove myself I felt like I needed to prove that I belonged in those spaces. And that year off, I really just challenged that belief that I need to achieve or be productive in order to deserve wealth or love. And now it's like, no, I just deserve because I am. I deserve because I am. And that's like one of the biggest things that I've learned and like I've been heavily leaning into that and it has just created so many more opportunities for me and has opened so many doors and I feel like it is a lifetime I have a lifetime of work ahead of me to continue to reframe and you know unlearn things that I grew up from you know the way I grew up and I'm really stepping into like my higher self and I am a future millionaire and I am watching myself in the making. And it's just so amazing to be able to be here right now and to actually be present instead of like, okay, well this is where I am, but like I didn't hit my goal yet. So like 
fuck that. Like, I need to keep going. Like, that's how I would operate, you know? I didn't let myself celebrate my wins until I got to whatever milestone it was. And even then, I didn't really let myself celebrate them. So now I'm like, I'm going to celebrate today, (laughs) right? Like, I'm really, like, just letting myself be and letting myself... It's allowing myself to step into my most authentic self. And I wanted to share the story because taking a step to reflect, taking that time off, especially like unlearning the like that year I had to let go of the idea of being an engineer because I realized that like it didn't serve me. And I really clinged on to that identity because like when people found out that I was an engineer, like they treated me differently. They gave me more respect and it is fucked up that like people treated me differently just because of like what I do. And I'm just really in this era of owning, like I deserve respect no matter what, like whether I am a barista at a coffee shop or whether I, you know, work on rockets, like I deserve respect period. And, um, yeah, so I'm just like on this healing journey and I'm just so excited to continue to help my clients, um, not only unlearn and like reframe these like limiting beliefs, but also in building the belief system that will support them in welcoming more opportunities, welcoming abundance, welcoming more money at work. Right. And like really going for these five figure salary increases. So I just wanted to hop on here to share that story with y'all and, you know, I just wanted to thank you for your listenership. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm making it a word because I really, you know, I really just appreciate you for listening and, um, being part of this, like my magical journey. And I just feel so recharged and I'm excited to continue to help my clients and my community slay their salary negotiations and just build wealth. Um, I'll have another conversation about hitting coast fire because that's super exciting but yeah thank you so much for being here and i'm super excited thank you so much for joining me today it means the world to me that you tuned in to listen and if you're loving this content please rate this podcast with a five-star rating and i'd love to hear your review you can find me on instagram at la mala mujer blog where I show all the behind the scenes of what I do and I highlight guests and clients and all the good stuff. Don't forget to join my newsletter where I share blog posts, tips, and the hottest tea. Plus, when you sign up, you get my free salary negotiations checklist. Make sure to download yours today. Amiga, this is your year. Oh my God, I can feel it. And if you're ready to step out of survival mode and into your highest self in your career and in your salary negotiations, I would love to work with you. Send me a DM on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you. Ciao.